ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, and my patron peoples. Uh, hey, patrons, I don't know if I said this, uh, like, uh, but if you ever wonder who's sponsoring the show, you could just check out our new website if you haven't checked that out already. Uh, it has nothing to do with Patreon, but all our sponsors are on that page. If you're ever, like, wondering, they say, hmm, I need some sheets or massage or whatever. Check that out. Uh, but really, and this is really serious, uh, you do 90, yeah, you sponsor well, 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 well over the majority of the show. Uh, well, 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 well. Uh, so thank you so much. And uh, here's your podcast episode. Thanks. Uh, Sleep With Me is also made possible by hard work of uh, Carl W., who edits episodes, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Studios, who does our theme music and edits episodes. Uh, Jonathan Mann is on our lullabies. You can commission a song from him at a song.jonathanman.net. Any holiday coming up, uh, any life event, uh, commission a song from the Mystery Bard. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, uh, Kenny, Scotty, and Jennifer are on our, on, our, on our artwork. Eric and his team from Astound are on our website. Uh, I'm at Dear Scooter on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and whatever podcast app you use. Then you just get the shows automatically. Uh, uh, I notice uh, like a 70-something percent. It's, it's a lot, just a lot easier to listen to the podcast if you're subscribed. And thank everybody that also who's sharing out of their podcast apps on Twitter and Facebook. That's a huge, great way to share that you're listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you. And I'm at Dear Scooter on Twitter. I may have already said that. And the listeners have their own Facebook group, and I want to thank the moderators over there. Uh, Laura and Keith, uh, Stacy and Sarah, Julie and Jennifer. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, everybody, I want to do a little bit of a friendly competition here. Uh, you know, one huge way to help the show is to spread the word and ask people to actually subscribe in Apple Podcasts or whatever app, uh, Google Podcasts or whatever app they choose to subscribe in, uh, Spotify or whatever. And I wanted to just uh, like make a friendly competition. That's a huge way to support the show is just to let people know and say, hey, check out this podcast, subscribe to it. And right now, uh, Australia, uh, Iceland... Malta and New Zealand are where the show is growing most. So thanks to everybody in Australia, New Zealand, Iceland, and Malta. Holy mackerel. And uh, I'd like to see, we'll do this for the rest of the summer. And then uh, as we did when Sweden took the title a couple of years ago, uh, I'll figure out something fun to do. So any other country in the world, you know, you start spreading the word wherever you are. And we'll see it reflected uh, and, you know, keep up the good work there, uh, Malta, Iceland, uh, Sweden, and New Zealand. Thank you. Uh, great way to help the show. And let's see how it goes. Thanks, everybody. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, uh, whether it's thoughts uh, you're thinking about, uh, feelings emotionally that are coming up, uh, physical sensations, uh, or any other stuff. You know, you might be traveling, you might have work, like uh, changes in schedule, whatever it is I'd like to take your mind off of that to keep to, to distract you. And if you're new, uh, give this podcast a few tries. It's a little bit different, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I'm here to try to help. I do have creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders, which not everyone enjoys. But, you know, take a breath. Uh, I'm here to help. What I'm going to do is tell, I'm going to tell you, like, uh, set up the show for you. And by set it up, I kind of mean more of a pratfall of, like, someone built something with blocks, and then I say, oh, let me help you finish setting that up, and then I fall, you know, I knock all the blocks down by accident uh, just by my own uh, walking around. I say, oh, well, yep, uh, let me help you reset those up then. Uh, so if you're new, give us podcasts if you try. So what, what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place because uh, I want you here. I want you to feel treated with dignity and respect. Uh, and this podcast really is emanates from my deep belief you deserve a good night's sleep.
uh, because I've been there as early as last night and uh, not being able to fall asleep or, oh, this is one of my favorite ones. When you fall asleep for like uh, 18 minutes and then you wake back up uh, and you say, then that's when it's real, that's when it's really not funny. Cause you say, how did I fall? I, f- I had trouble falling asleep. Then I fell asleep, but then I woke up and, and I can't remember, uh, <laughs> you say, oh boy. But that's why I make this show, because I've been there. I know what it's like. Uh, and I'd like to help those of you that can. So what I'm going to do is attempt to earn your trust with that safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these creaky dulcet tones, rusty meanders, uh, faded sleep dust that I got, you know, aftermarket. At a, you know, 99 cent store sleep dust. It was a bargain, so I bought it in bulk, uh, also, I bought some on eBay too. A lot, I said, is it when you say it's a lot of sleep dust? Like, is that a is that wordplay, or does that mean a lot? Uh, and that one, I actually got a call which is with a sand person. But we'll come back to that. So, if you're new, let me tell you about the structure. Of the show the show starts off with a few minutes of business. Uh, that's how we keep the show going. You can find out what all that is at our po- website, sleepingmepodcast.com. Uh, it's integral to keeping the show going. Uh, then we have an intro, which we're, you know, a few minutes into. Usually the intros are around 12 minutes. It's kind of a show within a show or a pre-show, a pre-show that you fall asleep during. Uh, like, I don't know how, there, like, there are some rides at theme parks. Uh, that aren't super super exciting, or like a, ki- a short before a kids movie, and I have done this before. Like, uh, if, especially if you get a good priced matinee ticket, and you say, "Well, I'm just here to take you to the movies." I am like uh, going to fall. Like nowadays, most of the animated films are pretty uh, pretty good to to to, to fit all tastes. Uh, but occasionally, you'll go to one and you'll say, "Well, I think I'm going to sleep this one out." Uh, and that's what the intro kind of is. You say, well, I think I'll sleep this podcast episode out. And I say, well, that's good because the intro is where I try to earn your trust, uh, make you feel welcome, and then lose your attention. Uh, or some people use it while they're winding down. They're getting ready for bed. They're brushing their teeth. They're prepping you know, their, their sheets and their pillows and their blankets. And it's nice to have a bedtime routine, and I'd be proud to be a part of yours. Uh, and sprinkle that uh, creaky dulcet sleep dust on there. Uh, so that's the intro. Then tonight we'll have our uh, episodic uh, modular serial series, uh, uh, Nuns in Space, The Stand Chronicles, or The Stand Chronicles from Nuns in Space. Uh, and I'll explain that, you know, that serial, and or no, modular and episodic, uh, with a spritz of cereal on there. Um, uh, so you can start it anywhere you wish. And, and I'll fill you in on all the details before the episode. Uh, and then there's some thank yous at the end. So it's the structure of the show. Between the uh, intro and the podcast episode, some more business. Again, that's how we keep the show going. And so that's uh, the structure of the show. Uh, here's a couple of things you might need to know if you're... Uh, if you're new, you don't need to listen to me. And what I mean by that is you could consume the podcast how you wish. I'm just here to help. I'm just here to try to do my part. Uh, and my part is to kind of take your mind off stuff to rant. I'll, I'll talk about buying sleep dust on eBay and at 99 cent stores if I can if I craft that into a metaphor for the podcast. Uh, but you, you're under no pressure to listen to me. You can reflectively listen. You can, like, barely listen. Or you can listen all, all the way through. I'm going to be here. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bud, your boar sib, your boar bestie forever. And I'm here to sit by your bedside, just like you'd ca- catch somebody on the phone or a chat app, and you'd be chatting away uh, to kind of pass the time. This is a one-way one where you say, okay, I don't want to tell you about, like, you can't really have this conversation in, in what they call civilization because we have these social norms, I think they're called, or are they mores? Yeah, but whatever it is, you can't really call up a friend and say, hey, I don't want to tell you about my day, but I want to hear about yours. 
Yeah, but you're never, no offense, but you're not very good at telling about your day. You have way too many superfluous details. So I want you to tell me about, about your day, but I'm not really going to listen. I'm going to lie here. And I may occasionally say, mm-hmm, okay, yep. Uh, but really, I'm not going to be paying attention. I'm going to be using it kind of like uh, it's more engaging than pink noise or white noise or something. And normally, I'm your friend, I care about your day. But in this particular circumstance, uh, if I'm being honest, in this this moment, I don't want to care about your day. I just want your day to be provided for me in a format that helps me fall asleep or distracts me, that comforts me. And I guess, I, like, I wouldn't test out your friendships that way because it's a lot of work making these podcasts. So I, I feel for your friends. And that's why I do it as a proxy. But it could be a friendship test. They'd say, no problem. And that's why I'm your boyfriend. That's what I say. No problem. I'll make a podcast. You don't need to listen to me. I'm not worried about it. I'm here to help you. But here's the other twist. You don't need to fall asleep either. There's no pressure to fall asleep. When you want to fall asleep or when you do, go right ahead and drift off. Uh, But don't be worried about it or feel pressured that this is supposed to work in some uh, particular manner or uh, that I'm going to leave you hanging. I'm going to be here all the way to the end. I got a full story written over 10 days uh, uh, to help you uh, drift off tonight. So I'm going to be here to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. That's, uh, That's what I do. And as we say in the, uh, t- you know, the, t- the tongue twister brainstorming business, uh, the sleep dust is supplemental. Or maybe that'd be an- another album I could work on. I don't think that'll be a book. Uh, you know, Paul Simon has not got back to me b- about Central Park regrets. Uh, but that could be another one. So the sleep dust is supplemental. That feels more like a hook in a Paul Simon uh, song. Not Central Park regret. Maybe another one. I don't know what, like, in the, it could be about a boy uh, who dreamed of, uh, you know, having the powers of Morpheus or uh, the sand person who helps you fall asleep, uh, and it, who lives in a world where everyone wears stocking caps, uh, and they had trouble falling asleep. And this boy, he wanted, you know, he was already good at telling boring, winding, circuitous, you know, he wasn't good at pronouncing things, but... Uh, Stories that go kind of they go somewhere, but in giant uh, ovals. Uh, his his flat circles are so flat, uh, uh, you know that he doesn't even need it. Whatever he doesn't even have a metaphor for it. And that boy, he dreamed so big that one day he went to a ninety nine cent store, and it was a foggy day, or maybe it was a dream. And he went into that 99 cent store and he saw a giant display. This just in uh, official 100% discontinued. uh, It says due to something is small. Oh, no, for entertainment use only sleep dust. I think that's what it said. And, you know, that boy, he never read the details. So he just saw the big sign said sleep dust uh, two for 99 and he had also always dreamed of being, you know, as we all do, of being a big shot every once in a while and going into a 99-cent store and buying an entire pallet of something. And this was his day. He said, I'll take them all. And no one answered. And then he went to the counter and he said, to one of the checkers, he said, I'll take them all. And they said, what? Uh, all those uh, sleep dusts, I'll take every one of them. And everyone looked and they said, well, have you counted them? And they said, no, 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 I just want to buy the whole palace. They said, well, yeah, we, we can only ring you up if you know how many are in there. You know, because I have to type in the number and then scan it. And then this young man proceeded, he got lucky because only uh, 40% of the boxes were opened. And he counted through one a box of... Uh, for entertainment purposes, only sleep dust, uh, really uh, just glitter. In moons and stars glitter, though, the best kind. And two, and he counted through, and then he figured out how many were in a box. Uh, and then he told them. And then they said, well, that number doesn't work, it's too high. 
And then him and the cashier had to work together to do some back-of-the-envelope math uh, on his on his forearm and, you know, test with it. And then everyone in the checkout was saying, what's the holdup? Uh, you know, I got my nine, you know, and then uh, eventually he bought that sleep dust uh, and he got it home and he keeps it nearby because he realized that, like, you can't digitize Sleep Dust. Another uh, album on that new Paul Simon, another song on that new Paul Simon release. He said, you can't digitize anything. Scoots, you've used that in episodes before. And I said, yeah, Paul, can you digitize this digit? Because believe me, it's pointing at you. And then that was that was the end of that. Uh, even Rick Moranis couldn't fix the, that. Uh, uh and the scooter said, if you want me, I'll be with Julio down in the schoolyard. But he keeps that sleep dust nearby uh, just for you, uh, just uh, to sprinkle in the air as I speak right now, feeling its power, uh, here to put you to sleep. And if you're new, uh, give the show a few tries. Uh, clearly, if you if you tried to follow what I just went through, you may have because, I mean, it, it did uh, make sense to me. Uh, but you don't need to. You say, okay, here's what I did. I said, I make a podcast with you sleep. I'm here to help. Uh, I do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And then I said something about a Paul Simon song and sleep dust. Uh, but just give it a try. Give it a few tries. That's what most regular listeners say. And see if it works. Uh, no harm, no foul, right? If it doesn't work for you, there's like a great uh, stuff on LibriVox. Uh, Moby Dick, International Fairy Tales, a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, so check that out. But I'm here to help. I really do appreciate you checking this show out, whether you're a regular listener. Thank you so much. Or you're new. Thanks for giving this a shot. And I work very hard. I yearn and I strive because I really want to help you fall asleep. All right. Thanks. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of uh, Nuns in Space, the Stan Chronicles, our uh, episodically modular series with a little bit of seriality to it. It follows, uh, there's no, well, it's the Stan Chronicles from Nuns in Space, I guess. There are nuns and they're in space. Uh, but this season so far, they've been mostly asleep uh, on a ship, uh, piloted by a team of uh, Scooter and Stan. Uh, Stan, a freestyle soda machine, and uh, maybe, I guess we could say sentient robotic being. I mean, maybe that's contradictory, but not in my heart. Uh, just yet, like, I'm not just, I'm just not kidding. And Scooter, and they're in space, they're in a clouded delusion. And I'll give you the shortest history I can. At one point, the Earth we all live on uh, was exposed to outer space. And when I say exposed to it, one day we lived in this world where we said, hey, is there anything out there? And uh, the next day and then, the you know, the years that followed, we said, oh, yes, there is. And uh, we began to do a lot of commerce, which, uh, like, in, in the people in outer space, whatever the decision-making was, either discovered Earth or they said it's time for Earth uh, to join the rest of us in outer space. And so just like in movies and stuff, spaceships were coming and going. We were meeting other beings. Uh, unlike in a lot of movies, it was going great. He said, hey, you want to buy some of this? This is what candy is on our planet. And we might say, well, this is what candy is on our planet. Let's do an ex exchange. And, you know, commerce was conducted, tourism, uh, friendship, uh, all that space stuff. Also, you know, science, you know, science, it did strain belief systems though. Cause you said, well, you know, up until this point, I didn't believe, you know, it was all it was so, and I'm not sure if that's what triggered it, but it, you know, after a few years or so, or a time span, an uncertain time span, but not a time span of uncertainty, except, you know, repressed uncertainty saying, well, I don't know about this outer space stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if it was nature or the machinations of someone, uh, but Earth was again separated from outer space by a cloud of delusion, a nearly impenetrable cloud of delusion. Uh, that you So you couldn't come in or out of Earth anymore from outer space because you have to pass through the cloud of delusion. 
and most people get stuck there or lost in there. And what a clouded delusion is, I guess, to, to explain that is like you get into clouded delusion and you say, well, you know, a simple version might be, huh, I totally forgot why, where I was going. And now I'm seeing this cool stuff in the sky here or, you know, uh, unicorns uh, talking about stuff. I'll just sit here and watch that. I'm not sure how to get out of here anyway. And the unicorn might say, hey, follow me. Uh, but it never shows you how to get out of the cloud. Uh, it, then at some point, one of our heroes, uh, Scooter and Stan, uh, Scooter would, uh, they discovered a small sliver of the population was just delusional, delusional enough to deal with the cloud of delusion. And Scooter was one of those uh, chosen few. And they became harbor pilots, you know, ex- escorting only the most uh, highest priced bidders, uh, in and out of Earth's atmosphere through the cloud of delusion. And uh, that was season one, was the adventures that Scooter and Stan had. After they escorted a, a ship, uh, they tried to escort a ship out of the cloud of delusion that ended up being the nuns from Scooter's childhood. And they went on a series of adventures, but the, it ended with them back in a more powerful cloud of delusion. So there's a pocket of non-delusion on the ship, uh, you know, just just a happenstance that they could conduct things on the ship, but they can't quite get out of the cloud of delusion. And that's our series. So Scooter and Stan, most of the people, other people, because Scooter can handle the delusion. Everyone else on the ship is sleeping so they don't get delusional. You say, well, sleep through it cryogenically. Uh, so maybe just be like, I don't, I'm not sure how, like, uh, well, that'll be explained in like, not this episode, in, in a later episode, all of that, uh, Stuff it, it has been explained in the last few minutes of all the episodes that you either didn't listen to or were asleep for. Yeah, but here's what ha- here's where where we stand: the Scooter and Stan, uh, co-workers, uh, best friends, are on a ship. Uh, they're trying to find their way out of the cloud of delusion. If they're actually now their ship landed inside another ship called the Cali Drogo, which is a much bigger salvage ship. And that even has more passengers on board. Uh, no one, you know, no one else is awake but Scooter and Stan. And they're still trying to eventually get out of the cloud of delusion. Uh, you know, to keep 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 adventuring, even though this is an adventure in themselves. So Scooter and Stan are on a ship called the Cali Drogo, and they've just uh, kind of gotten on that ship and gotten things going. And I think that's where we last left off. And here's our warm-up from a superstar, I would say, an, an actor extraordinaire uh, playing the role of Salvador Dali like I've never seen before. Uh, come on. Uh, is, I hope you're being funny. Thank you for the compliments, and I hope you're being funny. So if I played uh, Salvador Dali, it would be uh, excellent. Actually, sorry, I'm pretending to be Antonio because he's double booked. He's really successful. Antonio Banderas uh, normally uh, sets these episodes up. But holy cow, he, look who just. Ha, my friend. Uh, you thought I was not coming. Uh, uh, hello, my friends. Uh, this is the ladies, the gentlemen, this is the boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary. It's time uh, for another episode of Nuns and. A space, yeah. Hey, it was good to see you. I didn't think you were coming because of the whole uh, Picasso. Sorry, I was joking about that. You were playing Salvador Dali. Uh, yes, I heard. Thank you. Uh, nuns in space. All right, thanks, Antonio. That was Antonio Banderas. Uh, check out his show. Not, this is Nuns in Space, though. Also, I don't really I think his show's called like Picasso on Picasso or something. Picasso on Dali, maybe. What, my friend, what do you say? Oh, no, thanks, Antonio. Nuns in space, everybody, thanks. Uh, hey, pen pal, it's me. Uh, just uh, messaging you in, uh, hoping you're doing well. Uh, thinking of you, oh, pen pal, oh, pen pal of mine. I was wondering if you were listening to this in a room, like you have your own room that you're listening in, because uh, I was just thinking of you doing that. Uh, and Stan and I, I'm actually here uh, with Stan. Stan's probably like non-processing right now. He's Stan's getting better at uh, 
not processing when not processing. And I said, take some non-processing time. And we have this little bed. Well, that's not about, like, uh, in, uh, think about your bedroom because we're on week three. I think it's day three or week three. We're on week three, kind of more month for three of uh, the artist journey for Stan, where Stan journeys to become an artist. Uh, but you can listen, Ben Bell, because Stan's coming, coming. Stan, so stay okay, Stan. I see your, uh, your face, uh, your back, uh, yeah, so did you start to, as you deep, did your subconscious, uh, I think I just stuck those other vacuum tubes where I thought your subconscious might be, but, um, so we have to, to, to design your childhood bedroom stand, and I want you to take me on a journey there now. Uh, are you ready? Oh, Scooter, Scooter, I'm ready to take you to my bedroom. Uh, awesome, Stan. So tell me what we see. Oh, sc- Scooter, I'm, uh, first off, my, uh, my, my, I have my own bathroom. Because uh, I know how you talk about that. That's really a nice thing to have. And I have my own tube brush uh, for cleaning my vacuum tubes. And also another different kind of tube brush uh, uh, for all my tubes uh, for the soda machine parts of me. And also to make sure now that I'm also processing things on a liquid-based level. And, you know, I'm getting to my biomechanics scooter. I also have a mysterious element to my room scooter, which is a birdcage with a drape, old-fashioned birdcage with a blanket draped over it. Uh, And uh, so you're not allowed to know. Okay, so I can't ask you about the uh, birdcage. It's so mysterious, Stan. Oh, Scooter, I'll tell you. There's nothing in there. Uh, but you can't know that because there's a drape over it. But maybe I will put stuff in there to hide it from you. Uh, oh, Stan, you rascal. That's interesting. And what do you do? You have a race car bed to sleep in? No, Scooter. My bed has legs. Okay, but don't, Stan, doesn't all beds have legs? No, no, Scooter, like legs, legs. Uh, so when I wake up in bed, I look down, I'll see legs. Like I actually have legs because I dream of getting out of bed on my own two feet. Uh, so at least when I'm in bed, it, like, because you'll have to lay me there. Also, we'll have to redo a lot of my internal circuitry and things uh, because I'm not supposed to be laid down flat, as we've learned with a few times you've knocked me down. Uh, but that would really be my dream scooter. It's a bit of a Pinocchio, but you you just for your bed, or would you really like legs? Scooter, let's start with it. Would, would you really, do kids really want race cars? Uh, good point, Stan. Touche. They do, but they're not ready to drive them. Okay, Scooter, so that's my bed. Okay, you really think that's a breakthrough, Stan, but I'm not going to talk about it. What about, like, lamps and posters and toys? Uh, can I, do you mind, should I ask permission before I come in or knock first? Oh, please, Scooter, please, feel free to come in, but uh, please knock first, yes. Uh, okay, knock first, an hour, knock first, all the time. O- other time, Scooter, I know you're here now. Okay, Stan, what about a sleepover? Can we have a sleepover? Can I sleep over tonight? Stan, can I sleep over in your room? Can I stay in your room tonight, please? Okay, Scooter, slow down. Uh, you're getting a little carried away. Uh, I'm sorry, Stan. I should give you a few nights to enjoy your own room. Especially, you're like, uh, I think this is like the level of delusion we're experiencing. It does seem palpable to me. Is it palpable to you? Uh, Scooter, it is, uh. Stan, could I use your restroom? Uh, Scooter, no, 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 you're going to give me my own space right now. Okay, you're you're right, Stan. Uh, uh, Scooter, I was thinking one other thing with my room. Since you agreed to knock first, uh, could you? Could we have? Could I have some ground rules for my room? Of course, Stan. What what kind of rules were you thinking about? Okay, uh, no noise after ten o'clock, Scooter. I know that's a rule you follow anyway. Okay, what about any other rules? Like, no complaining. I think there's, like, a witty phrase, like, uh, no complaining. I can't remember what it is, though. Or be quick, be kind, rewind. Do you want a poster that says that? I could it, For a new room, 
am I supposed to bring you a, a room warming present? Cause I, I, I left, I, I mean, I have something for you. I just don't have it with me. Uh, Scooter, if you could follow my rules, that'd be a gift enough. Uh, because most of the rules are specifically designed for you. If you're going to come over or be sleeping over here. So if you could just follow the rules I set forth for you. Oh, Stan, like, like, are they rules like I'll have my own throne or, uh, like I'll be pampered, like those kind of rules or like scooter rules, uh, when he comes to this room, uh, you know, if, and if you need to, I'll bring up pajamas. I can't, I would try to wear pajamas. I mean, uh, I would try to wear them, but I can't sleep in pajamas, but I could try to, uh, I could try to put them on. I can't wear pajamas, so Stan. So if that's a rule, I mean, I'll be, I could bring a sleeping bag and stay in it, uh, but I can't be covered. I can't have a shirt on. I can't sleep like that. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Scooter, that's not one of my rules, uh, but, uh, I guess if we, I didn't, like, let's not get carried away, okay? We're not going to have a sleepover tonight. Uh, okay, well, okay, what's the first rule, Stan? Okay, put things back where you put, take them from, okay? And treat my things with respect. Okay, be gentle, I get it. Be respectful, like, ask your permission first. Uh, yes, Scooter, Scooter, that's great. Uh, but the biggest rule, Scooter, is no food or water in my room, please. No food or water in my room at all. Like, what about in a um, what about in a water bottle or no, Scooter? No food or water in my room, please. That's the rule. Um, uh, so no food or water at all. Like, what if it's a part of something like the sleep? That's kind of a part of a sleepover. Okay, Scooter, this is my rule: no food or water. Because it's going to save us a lot of cleaning up, Scooter, especially me. Uh, you know, all the drinks you've spilled on me and the foods you've left. So I think it'll just it'll be great. No short circuits, Scooter. Okay, what about in your bathroom? Could I leave it? Well, I don't know if I want to leave a drink in your bathroom. Hmm. Okay, uh, well, it's your room, Stan. I mean, uh, uh, no food or water. Okay, Scooter, can you say it like you mean it, like you're going to actually follow the rule? Okay, it's going to be a sacrifice, Stan, but for you, uh, for friendship and for artistry, since this is a, your childhood room is a way to artistry, no food or water. I mean, I guess it's a fair rule. Okay, Scooter, could you say it like don't bring food or water in Stan's room ever? So food and water. Hey, Stan, uh, uh, food and water. Scooter, it sounds like you're trying to figure out a loophole in my rules. No, 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 it's just thinking of something else, Stan. I'm sorry. Could you, I, I hate to bring us out of this uh, uh, thing we're doing. Uh, could you check the, the stores of food and water we have uh, for the cryopods? Because uh, how many... Uh, do we have a count of uh, how many how many we have on board sleeping? And uh, can you run out uh, how our food supplies are? I don't think in water supplies for them. Uh, I just hadn't been paying attention to that, uh, including the nuns. And then uh, for me, uh, I mean, I won't be eating, eating and consuming the cryo solutions. But uh, Okay, Scooter, I'm running the inventories now, and it looks like for just you and the nuns, uh, with what we have on our ship and what uh, is on Cali Drogo, uh, we have enough uh, cryo solution for about 20 Earth years and water as well. Okay, and if we, but that's what's just on our ship. Uh, when you count in Cali Drogo, and all the other uh, uh, species on board. Uh, Scooter looks like we have uh, 46 additional beings in sleep. Uh, and, uh, oh boy. Yeah, Scooter, uh, we're very low on supplies. Uh, okay, Stan, what about the other ships? Because there's all those luxury ships that they didn't salvage that they took on board. Very, very expensive spaceships. Uh, Scooter, it looks like all the food and water supplies have been taken off those ships. 
Scooter, Kelly Drogo has all of this very well organized, by the way. All the supplies on the ship are very well categorized. Really, the computer can do all that. The scooter's strange. It has some manual entries, so maybe there was a crew on board at some point. Maybe there are, oh, scooter, maybe there's a crew of this ship and they're sleeping, too. Okay, that would make sense. Uh, but uh, that's not good, though, Stan. So we need food and water for the, oh, boy. So there's nothing else on this ship. I mean, obviously, the soda, that's not a, a scooter that doesn't have all the nutrients we would need. Okay, but we have all this. Uh, what else do we have on board? A scooter, mostly uh, sellable, uh, salvaged goods. Uh, and they have been taking on board uh, food and water supplies, but just, uh, okay, I got you. We're, we're low. And uh, so Cali Drogo's, I uh, wonder how Cali Drogo's uh, crew, like if they're all sleeping too. I don't know if we want them waking up on a stand. Like, how do you think they would be woken up? A scooter, I, I, if I was to guess, it would be some sort of proximity sensor alarm, but I'm not detecting anything that would uh, uh, wake anyone up from, from sleeping remotely. Okay, so nothing networked to the pods. So it could just be a simple timer. Uh, do, no record of anyone sleeping that's a crew member. No scooter. I'm just still working out some of the language. Uh, yeah, because I don't know, like, if they're just in the salvage business, they're not going to be happy to see us. Uh, but I do feel, you know, we got to keep them fit, uh, everybody here. So we got to find some food and water. <sighs> uh, can, can you make, can, can we, there's got to be a way to t take metal and make it into wa water. And uh, I guess you can't get the food part out of there. Uh, what else? What are what else? What other assets stand? Well, scooter, this uh, ship does have a very because of the salvaging, it does have a cryoprocessing unit. Uh, so almost anything we could get, uh, we could use the cryoprocessor. Uh, so the good news is, whatever we find, uh, the cryoprocessor is uh, pretty well made to salvage food uh, into into uh, consumables. Okay, um, but we don't have any on board. Like, uh, in what's the situation? Like, uh, scooter, it's, we we got to get to work right now. Okay, okay. So, um, okay, Stan, let's go back to our exercise. Let's go back to your room. Try to uh, turn off your, some of your logic processing, and put yourself back in your room. You're sitting up in your bed with the feet. Uh, and you're doing some of your uh, your hobby, like a found art hobby. And I'm coming to your room, uh, and I knock first, but I have that look on my face, Stan. And uh, what 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 do I do? I try to distract you. Okay, Scooter, go ahead and try to distract me, because you're breaking the rule, probably. Yeah, but let's not jump at. So I'm. Hey, Stan. Uh, you know, I was talking about uh, at school today, but what a day at school, huh, Stan? Oh, yes, Scooter. What a day at school. What's that in your pocket, Scooter? Anyway, Stan, you know, they said to, to decorate your room with uh, posters of people no longer in existence that you admire. And I see you've done that, Stan. What's this first poster here? Oh, Scooter, that is uh, Watson, the computer that was on Jeopardy. Oh, Stan, I didn't know you had such an admiration for Watson. Oh, no, Scooter, the assignment was someone you would, you would like to meet, uh, that you kind of admire. I, I would like to meet Watson to find out about the backstage of Jeopardy, uh, if Watson, what Watson thinks of Ken Jennings. I think I would just like to meet Watson, Scooter. Okay, uh, would you ask any questions about Watson and Crick or Watson and Holmes or, uh, Scooter, I'd just like to meet Watson. That's why I have a poster. Uh, Scooter, I have to ask you, do you have, uh, uh, something in your pocket that's not allowed against my room rules? Uh, Stan, what's that other poster there? Uh, uh, what, what is that? Is that another supercomputer? 
Uh, Scooter, good question. That is, that's uh, Cyclops uh, from the book uh, The Postman. Oh, interesting. Uh, so that is, uh, but Cyclops wasn't really a computer. That was a, a, a fictional piece of fiction. A scooter, well, yes and no, Scooter. Cyclops was originally a computer. Then Cyclops was a faked computer, by faked by people. Uh, still, still kind of Cyclops, Scooter. When you think about the book, uh, it was a it was a, a large supercomputer like Watson. Uh, then people were pretending it was still a supercomputer, but it was just humans imitating a computer a scooter. And it was there was a lot of networks in that. Yes, Scooter. Uh, so I would like to meet uh, both versions of Cyclops to answer your next question. And now, could you answer mine, Scooter? Do you have something with you? Oh, Stan, you busted me. I do. I have two, 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 two twink, Twinkies in my pocket. Uh, but they're still wrapped. Uh, oh, Scooter, well, that's not a lot of my room. Okay, but it is for the purposes of the... Okay, I'll just put it outside. I can see you're furrowing your brow, Stan. Really, that's advanced. Uh, but I really only had those to prove a point, Stan. Remember when we ran all those tests on me and my taste buds? Uh, that one time I was really bored. Uh, Scooter, I, which which experiment, Scooter? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We run so many where I taste things. And um, the one where I, 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 made, I wanted to bet against uh, when I was gambling, uh, we, we would know that I could taste xanthan gum. Remember that? Oh, yes, Scooter. And reasonably, you could almost, you were almost, uh, yeah, mathematically, we had a house advantage. Even though I couldn't definitely taste xanthan gum, I had a, I, we had, we did win a lot of money because it was, a, I could, 60% of the time I could taste it. Uh, Scooter, sometimes I do wonder about you that, uh, right, Stan, sometimes I know, I barely know what I'm doing, but I do. And I know I can almost taste, kind of taste his anthem gum and other things. That's why I brought these Twinkies that are outside your room. Uh, because while I can enjoy them, I can also taste them sometimes. Uh, okay, Scooter, what are you saying? Okay, here's what I'm thinking, Stan. We're in this cloud of delusion. This salvage ship is already searching for things to salvage. Uh, it means that ideally there's other things uh, that is still salvaging. Have you been able to figure out uh, what kind of search pattern the ship has gone on? Uh, Scooter, no, but I, other than I can determine what areas have been searched. Okay, and we're progressing to areas that have not been searched, right? Yes, Scooter, even by drifting, we're heading in uh, directions that have not been searched. Yeah, due to faint gravity. Okay, I don't need to know about the gravitational pulls. And most cryo food stand and other uh, consumables on a ship are going to have uh, are going to be a bit like those Twinkies outside. Yeah, they're going to have ingredients that keep them stable. And I really believe that I'm not kidding. Like it wasn't just a gamble stand. I have a sensitivity to artificial ingredients and not a, a like a a detective like to to get all Watson and Holmesy, even though I like it sometimes, I can sense it. Okay, Scooter, uh, thank you for not for removing the Twinkies from my room, by the way. Uh, so I was thinking, Stan, maybe there's a way I could taste and smell space. I know I can't, because uh, taste and smell are kind of interact and interlocked. Uh, if there's a way. I could put something on my tongue and maybe something in my, you know, some tubes. Could could we do that? Uh, and I know space is a vacuum, Stan, but maybe we could work through, like, your replicate, you know, because you can replicate so many flavors. Like, is there a way to do that, to, to smell the space uh, and amplify it? Scooter, uh, I, I think there is. It would be pretty tough, though, Scooter, because where would we even start? Hey, Stan, I'm just noticing this other poster here. Is this a TI-99-4A in uh, the game Parsec? A scooter it is. I, I, that's another uh, piece of uh, computer uh, hardware and software that I admire and that I would want to meet, Scooter. The TI-99-4A, oh, particularly, Scooter, the one from your childhood. It was so much... Uh, 
It got to spend so much time and have fun with you and all your siblings, Scooter. It was really loved, and I would like to talk to it. And also, it probably could see everything. And maybe I could get some tools to say, oh, that's when you became so scootery, Scooter. If I could see when those moments uh, first, uh, oh, like, uh, okay, that's interesting, Stan. I wish my therapist could have a couple hours uh, uh, back on Earth uh, talking to my TI-99-4A. Yes, Scooter, I think it would be very interesting. Okay, so we got to figure out a way. Uh, uh, wait a second, Stan. I was thinking about, uh, okay, so Parsec is actually a portmanteau. Uh, and a parsec is 3.26 years, uh, light years, I think, Stan. But uh, the game, those uh, TI-994A games, they were only uh, two-dimensional, uh, right? So you could only go up and down or left and right, particularly in parsec. I guess you were moving through time. That might be another dimension. Okay, Scooter, what are you saying? Okay, well, what if we figure out a way to search just a sliver of space, uh, like if I could just smell like one slice uh, and we just scan, do, 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 do you know what I'm saying? And then go into Gertie's scooter, like a directed search uh, in one particular area. Uh, yeah, like up and down, side to side. We could then we could search in all, not 360 degrees, but a whole sphere eventually, hopefully before everything runs out. Uh, scooter, that's a very efficient use of our time, I think. Uh, I, I like that idea. Okay, Stan. So I'm gonna put start putting this stuff on my tongue, and uh, like you, you, you can handle the rest. Yes, Scooter. I'm already uh, working with Cali Drogo to to figure it out. Yeah, the ship, Cali Drogo. Is that why you have a poster of Cali Drogo uh, sitting on that hood of the car, Stan? Yes, Scooter. I'd like to meet the original Cali Drogo and spend time with them. Uh, Stan, is this the last poster of Joy Germ Joan from my childhood, too? Yes, yeah, Scooter. She was like a meme. She was an original meme, Scooter. And so I'd really like to meet her because she was trying to spread the germ of joy, the joy, like make joy a germ and spread it around. And also, Scooter, she got you to march in a parade and smile. Yeah, but that was a duty to Joy Germ Joan that I was marching and smiling and wave. I was waving to Stan. And maybe you've been saying joy, joy, joy down in your heart. Right, Scooter. So I want to see uh, when you were cured of the joy germ, uh, because maybe you had it, Scooter. Are you saying you'd like me to be more joyous, Stan? Scooter, right now I think we need to focus on this idea of you tasting space. Uh, okay, Stan. Okay, but that's interesting. I just like the idea that you want to meet joy germ Joan. Okay, Scooter, I think I have everything ready. I'm connected. I have our ship and uh, Kelly Drogo, all the exterior sensors. I'm going to do some processing, and uh, we will uh, see what comes out of these uh, these searches and if you could smell or taste anything. Okay, great, Stan. Um, yeah, just uh, set the ship, uh, or should we just have the ship going? Uh, Scooter, let's just see if, if you taste anything. Okay, I'm not tasting anything right now. Um, or wait a second. Uh, I don't know, Stan. Uh, I wait. Well, uh, hmm. I thought I I thought I tasted something. M- maybe. Uh, Stan, can you adjust uh, Cali Drogo? Uh, Scooter, I think uh, Cali Drogo's uh, adjusting to your thoughts. Maybe Scooter. Okay, because I am uh, I'm getting something like a. Uh, a fake tomato sauce or something. Hey, Stan, are you getting any readings outside the ship? I feel like, uh, Scooter, I am. There's a, we, ha- we have something on the visual, visual sensor scooter, and Cali Drogo's picking up speed uh, to, to uh, okay, Stan, uh, is Ka- how is Cali Drogo doing all this? Uh, scooter, I'm not sure yet how the crew was interacting with uh, Cali Drogo, uh, uh, but with Scooter, it's a visual coming up on screen. Holy cow, Stan, you see what it is? A scooter, it's a, a, a space net filled with something. Yeah, that's cans of uh, uh, spaghetti-o, Stan. Go ahead, Cali Drogo, have Cali Drogo taste, take it on board. Okay, Scooter. 
Uh, Stan, any idea uh, how long that'll last? A scooter with all of the passengers on board. Uh, we'll have to see, but we definitely... Okay, we'll keep searching here, Stan. Um, okay, let me get back into the... Uh, well, uh, okay, I'm sensing something. It's a little bit peach. It's a little bit... Oh, it's a, it, it, it's a peachy pear, I think, is what I'm smelling, Stan. Uh, you have a reading? Scooter, yeah, dude, Kelly Drogo's already locked into it, Scooter. You're really aligned with uh, the ship. Okay, Stan. Uh, what? What? That's is that peachy pear, sparkling water. A scooter, it is. Uh, but that's good because we needed water anyway. Okay, like how many cases? A scooter, a lot, but uh, there's there's no nutrient value there. Okay, keep searching. Keep searching. Okay, scooter, just you're searching. I'm listening. Okay, Stan. Um, oh boy, Stan, this one's good. Um. Um, t- this one does not. This is like uh, ready to go. It's like cheese, but it isn't cheese. But it's cheesier than cheese. And I, I can even uh, stand. I can't believe how powerful I am. I can taste uh, the uh, aluminum foil wrap, like wrapping. Uh, before you bring it up, it's uh, it's the only mac and cheese you don't need butter or milk uh, for. Okay, Scooter, I have cited it. It's uh, uh, Vita, Vita Cheese, Vita Mac and Cheese Package Scooter. And Cali Drogo's already locked in, but just based on my thoughts, I guess, go, Scooter, keep up the good work. Okay, give me a few minutes here, Stan, as uh, Cali Drogo, as we, so we got everything on board. Uh, Scooter, we do, and Cali Drogo's, uh, it looks like there's... Uh, uh, scooter, uh, what is it, Stan? Well, Kelly Drogos already knows uh, how much is in each net uh, somehow. Scooter, it's just a just a powerful processor on the ship you love, Stan. Uh, scooter, well, I love the different part of the ship. It's it's tough to explain to you. Okay, anyway, I, I, as a person that respects, you, okay, Stan, I'm picking something up. Uh, holy moly, Stan. This is like a loading area of a bodega. I've got a sport drink. I can taste imitation fruit pie, uh, jerky products, um, uh, more hostess base product stand. It's powerful. This is a big haul stand, uh, really big. I don't know if this is where the other stuff came from, but I, I'm a scooter. There's a big ship. Uh, I can see it. I have a visual scooter. Okay, there's breakfast cereal on board, Stan. That's chock full of nutrients. Scooter it is. Uh, Kelly Drogo's computer's already lighting up. Uh, okay, Stan, I need you to focus on uh, figuring out uh, what you're missing in Kelly Drogo's computer uh, to really coordinate the things and also see if Kelly Drogo's you know, complementing my mind control at all. Uh, Scooter, I think it's probably auditory control because I can't figure out how Kelly Drogo would be reading your mind. Yeah, but how did it know where, how how did Kelly Drogo know to go where I was thinking the SpaghettiOs would be? Okay, bring the ship up on on the monitor. Holy cow, that ship is huge, Stan. Scooter, it is. It's uh, some giant transport ship. Uh, It must have been, I had heard uh, outer space was big on these products. Uh, and it would make sense since they're all shelf-stable. Uh, but it's got a big hole in the side of the ship, Stan. The scooter, it does. It looks like... Uh, uh, Stan, can you zoom in a little bit? There's like a weird... Uh, uh, but man, it smells good. Stan, I'm going to detach myself from the smelling. It looks like there's stuff flying in and out of the hole. I hope those aren't... Um, are there like a space uh, BUGSs uh, flying in and out of there, Stan? Like, instead of nuns in space, bugs in space. A scooter, I believe those are uh, spaceships. Uh, they're smaller, but, uh, okay, that's probably not good. Are they, dro- like, uh, repair drones? A uh, scooter, no, those are uh, piloted ships. Okay, Stan, I think we should probably check to see if it's a delusion. Maybe maybe we're, we're having a delusion. I mean, I smell the ship, so I would think it's real. Uh, but do we have any any other ways? 
uh, Scooter, maybe you should try to see if you could smell anything else. Oh, good idea. Let me see. Let's see if I can focus on one of those. Oh, boy. Yeah, those, they smells like coffee, cigarette breath, the pilot. So those probably are pilots. Uh, Scooter, I just figured out uh, what I was missing in Kelly Drogo's computer uh, language. Okay, what's that stand? Oh, the ship's been on autopilot the whole time, Scooter, just following beacons that were marking uh, where we were going. Okay, so the ship wasn't following my mind control, but I was actually smelling those things. It's possible, Scooter. It may have been some sort of uh, suggestion. Maybe you could, Scooter, maybe your brain is on the same wavelength as the uh, the beacons that uh, Kelly Drogo was following. Uh, Scooter, the, one of the ships is trying to contact Kelly Drogo. Okay, well, there's no way they could know we're on board, right? Uh, uh, but get get ready to communicate with them. Uh, what are they doing? Uh, Scooter, they're hailing Kelly Drogo, assuming something uh, is missing, because usually the ship would respond instantly. Uh, but at least at first, Scooter, they'll assume it's uh, radio interference. Okay, get ready to communicate with them, Stan. Okay, Scooter, but you're not going to do the one thing where you pretend you're the commander of the ship and then you uh, play dumb and uh, yeah, then you kind of antagonize the, the other people. Is that what you're going to do, Scooter? Uh, no, Stan, I just want to figure out, uh, let's try to think like TI-99-4A and Watson and Cyclops and Joy Germ Joan. And focus them into Cali Drogo. I'll have you uh, talk to them. Uh, Scooter, I'm not sure I could do that. Oh, you could do it. I'll be here to help you, Stan. Okay, Scooter, but what, what's my plan? Okay, first we want to figure out, I guess these are kind of like uh, salvage, salvage tears, you know, like pirates. Uh, so one, we want to find out if they're uh, nice or not. Uh, so we'll play it cool. Uh, then we'll find out if they're not nice, if they're reasonable. And if that is not an answer, we'll figure, we'll have to go from there. Do you do you understand? Uh, Scooter, I think so. Yeah, Stan, you could do this. You might be an artist. This might be your, another form of artistry. Uh, and run everything through a translator so I can listen in. Okay, Scooter, here 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 it is. It's uh, Ray Bond, I think, is the name of. Uh, uh, here's here's the first. Uh, here's what they're saying. Ah, uh, Cali Drogo, Cali Drogo, if you don't uh, respond again, I'm going to have to do another manual override. Uh, go, go ahead, uh, go ahead, uh, Raybon. This is Cali Drogo speaking. Ah, uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, go ahead, this is Cali Drogo speaking. Wh who am I speaking with? Uh, you just said who I'm speaking with. This is your commander, Raybon. Uh, your commander, will be prepared for us to return on board, Kelly Drogo. Okay, go ahead, Raybon. How may I help you? Uh, prepare for us for, for our return. Kelly Drogo, what's happening with your processors? You've never communicated this way. Uh, yes, we, we've had some interference here, uh, uh, Raybon, but I'm ready to serve. Uh, uh, how may I help you? We'll, I'll prepare everything for your return. Ah, uh, that's more like it, you computer dog. Uh, what's the status of our cargo? Uh, I'm sorry, Raybon. Which piece of cargo are you referring to? Uh, the VIP cargo, you digital dolts. Oh, I'm sorry, your greatness, uh, Raybon. Scooter, I'm doing it, Scooter. Uh, I'm so, you, 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 you so wise one. I've been getting interference, that's why I had to change, uh, uh, to uh, this uh, language protocol. Uh, I apologize, great one. Uh, but how is, how is the VIP cargo? That is my question. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. There is some interference. Which VIP cargo are you referring to? Uh, the, the sleeping cargo. When I return, I'm taking the uh, processes from this uh, computer here to replace you with an Kali uh, Drogo. I should have deleted you a long time ago. Oh, of course, uh, greatest of great, great ones. I'm, oh, yes, I am so awkward. Uh, yes, the passengers are, everyone is sleeping, but we're low on uh, food and supplies. Well, didn't you pick up the supplies we left along the way? 
uh, yes, Kelly Drogo, those uh, supplies were taken by uh, another uh, another ship. Another ship took our supplies. Well, I bet you were following the beacons. Yes, they left uh, the beacons behind in the empty nets with no supplies. No supplies. So my, my spaghettios are gone. Uh, yes, bravest of the brave. Yes, yes, bravest of the brave. Your, your spaghettios are gone. Well, who took them? Uh, I believe it was uh, uh, Commander Stan and his sidekick Scooter. Scooter, you like that? Okay, Stan, you're laying it on a little thick, though. Uh, they, over. Another ship in the, we, the bonds are the only that can ma- manage to uh, navigate uh, the cloud of delusion. Well, I have heard of that scooter. Is that the same fool who kept spilling drinks on me when he was uh, saying he could uh, taste, uh, what was it, xanthan gum? Uh, I don't know, sir, but they flew off, I guess. And they say, you know, sir, maybe you should go catch them. I think they're still in the area. We're not t- detecting anything on our end. Uh, they're not far away. Maybe uh, uh, they, they uh, just headed off uh, to the right there. Well, we have to drop off these supplies. Okay, we'll just send them uh, send them our way. I can magnetize them in, and then you maybe you could go get your spaghettios. Uh, uh, Scooter, what should I do? Okay, Stan, uh, I'll shoot a spaghettio out of rear, rear out of the rear of the ship and uh, with one of those beacons. Yeah, good for nothing, Kelly Drogo. But to ref- re- yes, uh, prepare to load all of the things supplies. We'll head off after this. Uh, this is Commander Stan, uh, I need to recatch my spaghettios. I've been waiting to consume them. Okay, sir, but uh, good. I, I, there was also one of the beacons. With well, they stole one of the beacons. Oh, well, let me see on my computer. Oh, yes, it's shooting off at a very high speed. Okay, we're going to lock in on them, and then we'll be back. Prepare everything to feed and make sure all the VIPs are fed, and uh, start processing the supplies once you take them on board. Uh, we will shoot off the bonds, and we will get my spaghettios. And then we will come back to Cali uh, Drogo. Oh, thank you, wisest of the wise in the galaxy. Uh, I hope you recapture your spaghettio soon. And Cali uh, Drogo, your voice keeps changing. Maybe I should return to the ship now and update your computer. Oh no, sir! Please get those spaghettios. They were laughing at how good they. They said they were going to eat them all. Oh yes, we'll be off. We'll return soon. Okay, thank you. Okay, Scooter, uh, it looks like uh, they're going to follow. Okay, Stan, I shot that thing pretty far, uh, so we'll have to come up with a plan. Scooter, how are we going to come up with a plan? Okay, well, I have no food on me. We're going to take the food on board. They sent that in. Cal Drogo's taking the food, right? Oh, Scooter, yes, it is. Okay, I want you to get in your bed, Stan, and close your eyes. Scooter, why? Oh, because we're going to have to do some out-of-the-box thinking uh, pretty soon. Uh, so get in bed, close your eyes, Stan, uh, your bed with legs there, uh, Scooter, this is very comfortable, yeah, get comfortable, Stan, and your posters of joy-filled computers and Jeopardy and Cali Drogo and other things are all around you, there's no food or water in your room, Stan, but your own bathroom is nearby. Your bed has legs, and you're drifting off, uh, drifting off into a nice deep sleep. Good night, Stan. Scooter. Good night. Uh, good night, pen pal. Uh, I want to thank everybody who reviewed the show over on Apple Podcasts. It was uh, it's been an interesting week. Uh, so you'll see. Uh, first one is Sifu Play from the USA, who says, "Sleepy man." My husband and I love this podcast. If I forget to turn it on when we get in bed, he says, don't forget to turn on Sleepy Man. Or he says, it's Sleepy Man time. I've always suffered from suffered from some insomnia. This podcast works. Uh, cricket, uh, B31, so a different species of cricket, a Canadian from Canada, says insomniac falls asleep. Works like a charm for me. So thankful for this podcast. 
Yeah, I love this podcast. Comes in from KLZ, KLZ, who says it didn't take me long to benefit from the podcast. I have become insomniac. I was trouble falling asleep and staying asleep. I listen to it every night. Well, it's on and off through the night as I need it. He's my boyfriend. Uh, then we have back-to-back ones from the USA. Rainy Town says, uh, uh, distracting and impossible for me to sleep to, along with some other stuff. And then uh, Dak, D-A-C-K, uh, the, everything they said. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if you have time for reviews on Apple Podcasts, be great. Uh, or you could you can always rate other people's reviews if they're helpful or not. Uh, yeah, but this person did, definitely didn't like the podcast. But you know who did? Smalls uh, 616 said, good company. I actually have a friend uh, the nickname is Smalls. Uh, so perfect for those nights when your brain won't slow down. Uh, sometimes I get caught up with anxiety, and this is distracting enough that I can't keep overthinking. It gets me to sleep. Brilliant idea. So glad someone came up with it. Uh, Min uh, 2989 from the UK says, uh, very clever, works for me. I've never stayed awake for a whole episode. At first I thought it was bizarre, but was willing to give it a try as I really needed to sleep. I also didn't want to resort to uh, OTC stuff. Uh, Listening to podcasts is oddly comforting. He has an American tone to his uh, voice. A bit like a drowsy Owen Wilson. Very clever using sentences that make no sense. I never know where it's going. Uh, but it can make my mind switch off, and there's nothing for your mind to latch onto or think about. A pleasant distraction from the silence uh, that seems to make my mind race and disrupt disrupt my sleep. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't be without the, where would I be without this podcast? Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Min. And then Smills to seventy eight says helps a lot, uh, but also cracks me up. The pools debate was sort of funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ashley says a very comforting friend for sleepless nights. Uh, a doctor to Beto, uh, works every time. I seem to work in my head and get in a loop. Uh, sleep with me always helps draw me out of it. Uh, uh, Cat V says, uh, never heard the end of the stories, which is great. Uh, my sister recommended it and I have yet to hear the end of the story, which just means it's putting me to sleep. It makes me giggle and then I'm asleep. Thank you. Uh, Janelle from Australia works like a charm, uh, calming voice and sleepy, uh, vibes. Uh, and that's it for right now. Thank you so much for reviews on, uh, Apple Podcasts, and I'm so glad to help. Uh, thanks everybody. And Sleep With Me is a part of, uh, Night Vale Presents. You can check out all the amazing shows over at nightvalepresents.com for your listening pleasure. Good night.